Hello and welcome to the I Am A Health Sister podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Amy. Hello. Happy Hello. New Year. Happy New Year. So um, it, it's been a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because <laughs> we had all the CPHVA stuff yeah. and the amount of material we had from there. Yeah. And then you interviewed lovely Sabrina. Yes. And so we kind of, it feels like... It, it feels, feels like, like I'm starting again. again. I, know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I know how to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a bit rusty having had a nice long Christmas break. So thank you for your patience, everybody, in our nice long Christmas break. Oh. And we're aware that this is officially stretching Christmas break now. We're now like well oh, into no, the new no. year. <laughs> to be fair, I think we're well okay. I think if we were in February, that'd be bad. That's That would be bad. But February would be bad. I, I think this is reasonable enough. You know, yeah. the kids went back to school beginning of last week so um it was like yeah timely timely and it's not like our line of work slows down over christmas at all this is very true (laughs) true. and i for one didn't have much well i didn't have any annual leave over christmas i don't know if you managed to get oh you managed to get i managed to get yeah yeah, i got the week so we had the bank holidays off obviously and uh, and yeah and because i do the middle part of the week anyway so i had what i had um and also you'll you'll find in years to come yes exactly that you yeah. have um the run up to christmas is quite stressful being a, a mum and yeah. working yeah. and i think that's true of whatever profession you're in yes because you have the 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 mum guilt yeah. of the uh, working and fitting in Christmas concerts and Christmas plays because of course I've got two yeah. kids at school now so, so you have to be there for all of them two lots um, <laughs> and the the school Christmas fair which I yeah I think I managed to get my husband to manage to take that turn um, let alone all the Christmas shopping and uh, all of that to get done and things so um, it, yeah I had one day back in the day after Boxing Day and then I had another week off, which oh was goodness. lovely. Although, do I feel up to speed? No. I know. No, this of is course it, not. It? Exactly. This is it. I had so many plans because I was like, I'm working between Christmas and New Year. I had all these lovely plans. I'm going to review all my enhanced caseload. I'm going <laughs> to just what you want to do over my Christmas. UP. Yeah. I'm going to well that bit between, you know, the 27th, 28th. Yeah. You know, I thought nobody wants to see you on those days unless they had a baby. 10 unless or 14 yeah. days before. Hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless it's a new birth, nobody wants to see you, yeah. do they? So I thought I'm not going to schedule any visits for that. You know, best laid plans. And then um, about two, well, a week and a half before Christmas, um, I'd just taken over a new lack and um, realised that the person who'd handed over to me hadn't really I don't think she'd realised that the lack health review was due oh, and no. the deadline was the 30th of December <laughs> oh Christ! so I was like excellent okay then so that changed those plans yeah. slightly and then we had a few CP things kind of kicking off as well as you do over I was Christmas say, it's that time of year isn't it where so and it it's often not even the CP ones out. it's the it's the ones who are bubbling, yeah, as yeah. a colleague calls it. So, yeah, just the ones that you're worried about, I think. The ones that like don't have many services involved are always the ones you're more worried about because they're the ones that are more, they feel more your responsibility. Yeah. Even though, of course, they're not your responsibility, but they, <laughs> they definitely feel more yours, don't they? Yeah. Because, you know, if, if there's a social worker involved, they're obviously the lead professional, you know. Yeah. Where if there's no social worker, there's no early help, there's no child in need, there's nothing else going on. Yeah. It tends to fall to the health visitor, and I think they're the ones you lie awake worrying about or I do anywhere so um but they're usually the ones that like you say unexpected stuff over Christmas 
So anyway, we've had nice, you know, working. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's kind of that thing where no wonder that we've had a bit of a break from the podcast because we're up to our rivals. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. I like this anyway, and it's nice that we're starting the new year by actually recording in person. Yes, it's nice. Exactly, it? exactly. Start as we need to go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure quite how likely that's going to be in coming months, Amy. I don't know. Yeah. There might be just one or two things True. coming between us, my lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, Amy's ever-expanding pregnancy tummy is, is quickly, yeah. quickly well, you... coming between us in more ways than one. I was going to say, it's like it's amazing I can see you from the other side of the table. How far back your chair is now! <laughs> Yay! So yes, around March time, expect some um, pre-prepared episodes. Yeah, we're if... hoping it to be a very smooth transition for all of you guys because I do that kind of editing and like podcast dropping side of things um so i should be busy dropping babies <laughs> <laughs> rather than podcasts yeah. hopefully not dropping them on their head well um, let's see at that point so what we're planning to do is to have everything kind of very well prepared aren't yeah. we so I, I think I, I'm taking plan. more of the uh, view of let's just see how things see how go. Things come out. Yeah, Maybe okay. we can have an Easter break as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are today. We thought as the first episode of the new year, we thought we've, we've been doing the podcast for about a year now. Over a year, it was just October over a year. 2017, we dropped our first podcast. We did, yeah. So we've been going for just over a year, and we thought it's actually a good time. You know, it's New Year. New year. It's a good opportunity to kind of review reflect yeah work out oh, that's a nice word look at you preparing for your revalidation oh crouch no that's another <laughs> good couple of years away um, <laughs> And, and, you know, just kind of talk about our, some of our favourite episodes and maybe recap on who we are for if we have new listeners in 2019 yeah. and they're thinking, who are these people? Yeah, because I mean, what I think, are they you know, on about? It, it's that thing where I think, yeah, you think we're going to have some listeners who maybe started with us as student health visitors who are now qualified. Yeah, And, I mean, I think there are possibly still some unis around who do January intakes. So yeah. for some of you, this, this might be your first episode that you're listening to jaunt into the uh, world of health visiting yeah so yeah so we thought we'd kind of just do a bit of a reminder on who we are and what we where we come from (laughs) who we are and where we come from (laughs) it's like blind day (laughs) (laughs) go on then go on then number one what's your name and where do you come from (laughs) my name's amy and i am currently in the midlands i'm working near birmingham at the minute and I'm not about to, to change. <laughs> Apart from about, I'm going to go on maternity leave. I think that's what I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, true. I'm not. I'm very much planning to stay where I am for a long time. Yeah, I'm a health visitor. I, my background is in children's nursing, and I went straight from my children's nursing straight into my health visiting training. So, if there's anybody out there who's considering that or thinking about it, you know, that was what I did. And I haven't regretted it. I think it, no. well, I was glad I did. Um, prior to your nursing, you'd got a fair yes. bit of experience as well, though, hadn't you? Not that I'm mm. saying you're because you're really not old. You're how you've packed <coughs> as much into your 
young years. <laughs> Am I digging myself out of this hole effectively? <laughs> I've got a it's bit... It's grey hairs, I think. That, uh... I, 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 to be fair, I think I can get away with saying that because I am a huge amount older than you. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so I'd done a psychology degree before that, um, which I loved, um, but I just didn't really want to do psychology. And I also run a children's charity based in Kenya called Milale, which yeah. is... Um, M-I-L-E-L-E, if anyone wants to Google it. And so, yes, that was kind of where I came to my nursing from. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I haven't really had a huge amount of practical nursing experience as such, but I always wanted to be a health visitor. Yeah. Um, I went into nursing always with the goal of doing health visiting. That was very much my plan. Um, And I love health visiting. I'm absolutely passionate about it. Has it lived up to your expectations? Yeah, do you know, better, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I still love this job. Much as, you know, I've been, I've only been qualified two years, by the way, I yeah. should say, health visiting, SCPHM qualified two years. But um, much as, you know, you have these ideals of what you're going to be like as mm-hmm. you when you practice and then you qualify and you realise there's a real world. Yeah. I do think I've managed to sort of, broadly stick to yeah you know the values that I think are important in my daily practice and and I think there is still the level of autonomy to allow you to do that certainly where I am which is great you know and I'm lucky with that so um yeah it's a hard time for health visiting at the minute but I I do still love the job yeah I do still love the job and out of interest in Mm. your sort of dream sort of future Future. (laughs) if we if we if we're still doing this five years time what do you think would you be caseload health visiting, mm. team leading, mm. well, practice development? Maybe. I mean, I love the idea of. Um, I definitely like to do my mentoring and my, you know, because oh, I've never mentoring. even done my mentoring no, yet. Oh, so I definitely like to do that. I'd love to have students properly. Yeah. I mean, I have students all the time, yeah, yeah, but I'd yeah, love but to like properly have yeah, students. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do my um, specialist practice teacher. Um, but then, I mean, I definitely don't want to do team leading, I think. Yeah. I'm saying that now, probably, no, you know, yeah. let's see what happens. But I, that role doesn't really grab me. No. <laughs> it's a very difficult I, role. I think, I think many of our listeners would understand. <laughs> I think if we have many team leader listeners, then yeah. we take our hats off to you. Because yeah. we know, I, and I appreciate very much yeah. how tricky. Absolutely. And I think, especially because so I've hard. come from that sort of yeah. period where I have had a bit more nursing experience and mm. hospital nursing and things mm. and seeing what it's like being that kind of yeah. you know sit junior sister and see that working with the senior sisters and the wards and charge my nurses it is really tricky because you do get it coming at down from the above and up from below and definitely uh, it's a really not, not job. a nice sandwich to be the filling of <laughs> And, you know, I'm not really sure that managing people is... I, I really like the face-to-face health visiting, let's say that. Yeah. You know, I like the work with families in their homes, the proper health visiting yeah. bit. <laughs> and I think, you know, any role that took me away from that, I wouldn't enjoy. I love... Um, I get, I'm really interested in child protection, actually, and safeguarding. Yeah. So I think that would be an interesting kind of future direction. Really like um, attachment and infant mental health. Yeah. So I've got a real kind of interest in that. Domestic abuse as well, I'm quite interested in. So I don't know, loads of things. Well, I don't know. <laughs> who, who knows? No. But definitely health visiting. Yeah. For, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, 
So tell us about you then, Jenny, number two. Who wow. are you and where do you come from? <laughs> My name's Jenny. Um, <laughs> I, I'm realising, actually, I've lived over half my life in London now because <laughs> it's like it's that sort of thing where it's like oh my word it's actually a Londoner well I don't know I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm half expecting I should maybe get a certificate through the post <laughs> you know Sadiq Khan signs you off as like no, yeah. you're an official you Londoner yeah. yeah Oh, maybe with like a yeah, pearly queen jacket <laughs> or something to go with it um so I'm in South London and working in a different bit of South London to that I live in, which is quite nice. Yes, always good idea. Um, and I, so I'm kind of, you know, we kind of came to this like slightly opposite directions, didn't we? Yeah, which is great. I, 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 like I said, yeah, I, I moved to London to do my nursing half my life ago. Week. <laughs> 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 um, and I did um, paediatric nursing as well. Yeah. Um, and I did a long stretch, over 10 years in children's A&E. And actually came into health visiting, um, sort of having had, my, or after having my second I started my training did my training part-time over two years which is mm. how we met because mm-hmm. you were there in that second cohort although I yeah. didn't really see much of you did I because I'd done most of my college no. in the first year so yeah. uh, it's amazing we always made big impressions yeah, on each other. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have been yeah working sort of part-time since so as I mentioned I've got two kids who are now both at school it's a bit weird I've yeah. got two school-aged children having been back at work a year after my first I kind of started thinking about moving into health visiting I was noticing that I was um I'd had issues with breastfeeding and feel like I didn't really get fantastic Mm. support from health visitors with my Mm. during that journey um and sort of a lot of concerns around her her weight and weight gain Mm. and things and often would come out of clinic just thinking my god if a pair, if I'd been looking after a family in A&E and they left feeling, feeling the way that I'm feeling, I would be absolutely gutted. Yeah. Um, I always took sort of, you yeah, know, working with families, ensuring good sort of communication and understanding, really sort of high on my list of priorities and just being able to feel, yeah. you know, having that thank you as families left the department was so important to mm. me because it you know sort of partly because it helps give you a bit of a warm glow but also because it's that thing of feeling like you've you've done something, something. Yeah. they're going out Definitely. thinking about things and happy with yeah their experience and kind of thought oh yeah I could bring this to health visiting and it was at Absolutely. the time of the call to action mm-hmm. um, and I managed to get a job as a staff nurse on a health visiting team to kind of dip my toes in mm-hmm. um, and met some amazing health visitors and Yay. then um, had my maternity leave, went back to a different trust to do my training because I needed to find somewhere that had part-time places and then when I qualified that trust had a recruitment freeze on. Hey. Hey. So I <laughs> Same with me actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And so ended up in a different trust but I've been there since and I really enjoy it. It's a really lovely team. Um, and have been able to, maybe not through my own choice, but work in um, a few different areas within that mm-hmm. uh, within that borough, yeah. um, which has been really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm now finding myself in a, an area very different to the two previous areas I've worked in, mm. um, which 
it's it's really interesting and actually really nice because it is that feeling of having some families who do really need that yeah. extra input and things. I definitely um, think that's. Yeah, but throughout really. my my big passion is is the sort of the breastfeeding. Yeah. And yeah. I think it it was quite interesting moving to an area from an area where I was as a, as a student where there were sort of really good breastfeeding ve- um, support very well established. Mm-hmm to an area where when I started there was nothing mm. provided by the health visiting team or the local mm. sort of council or NHS services mm. um, and being able to be quite an active part in supporting the establishment of yeah. services um, and they're actually I'm in a really fortunate position where they're funding me to do my breastfeeding specialist course, yes, uh, which is I think the one I'm doing is one the only one in the country which is, I think it's Lyric approved. I might have to look that up, but it means it will actually be a standalone qualification. Fantastic. That even if I'm not able to go on to do my IBCLC, which I really hope I can do, mm-hmm. um, it is still something very valid on paper. Yeah, fab. So, you know, sort of sets me apart from the yeah. others because obviously for a lot of us the only breastfeeding training we do is the BFI yes yeah which yeah. is great yes but oh my word it is you know compared to the depth that I'm going into absolutely course, it isn't it is, anywhere near as no depth. no I mean amazing. there's a specialist yeah there's a specialist course it sounds yeah. absolutely brilliant so yeah. breastfeeding is kind of where you see yourself going oh yes I mean the dream would be <laughs> A sort of a lovely breastfeeding specialist role, yeah. but I mean, I think they're very few and far between. They sure are at the moment. And it's that thing where it's, I, I would really like to do it in the area that I'm in. Yes, because I know that area. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm work, you know, working as part of a team already, mm. and it would be really nice to have that. Yeah, um, to go to, but. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it is it is a shame. I know of so many health visitors who have done breastfeeding training, done you know, sort of specialist training, mm. IBCLC, and have sort of maybe done some infant feeding work and things, but then have have moved on to more working in private sector mm. or doing a mixture of private sector and NHS work and things. It, and I sort of completely appreciate doing that, and I think I can half imagine moving into doing something mm. similar to that myself. Mm. But it would be really nice to do something within yeah. NHS, yeah, because I think it is it needed. Be. But yeah. without better value funding. or funding and things, I mean, it's like even with, I know we're going to sort of try and look more deeply at the NHS plan, but the yes. plans around breastfeeding are so basic. Yes, yeah, so so basic. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's yeah, it's a difficult, it's a difficult time at the minute. I think to be fair, that's probably something that characterises twenty eighteen, yeah. isn't it? Actually, yeah, is is a lot of health visitors feeling that things have, have been very difficult. And interestingly, one of the top listened to episodes on our podcast is the episode we did stress in the yeah. HV workplace. Yeah, yeah, um, which when- is surprising because it's actually one of our. Um, it's not one of our really long ago no. episodes. So, like, generally they tend... To, we obviously have lots of you listening to each one as they come yes. out, which is really, really yeah. nice. Um, and we have lots of people, I think, that go back and listen from the beginning because yeah. we've got higher numbers of the earlier yes. episodes generally. But that one seems to be a very popular one, doesn't it? Along yeah. with the um, weight length and 
the weight and measurements yeah. episode we did that was a very popular one yeah and I mean I suppose we should say you know we're, we're not trying to blow our own trumpet mm. but um, <laughs> it's amazing when we we yeah well a- Amy and uh, Rich are amazing <laughs> my technical <husband> support <laughs> slash editing person yeah, yeah. um you have the access to the the data on the downloads yeah. and things, and I mean now if you add up totals of all of our episodes together, we've had sixteen point four thousand or sixteen point four, yeah, sixteen thousand four hundred yeah. downloads, yeah, which is amazing. I mean yeah. that means <laughs> I that know, that's mind blowing. Like, that's more than there are that's health visitors. <laughs> that's a lot, isn't it? I mean that. <laughs> Practically means that, like, if we were dishing out one download per health visitor, we'd have more than one to go around. <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone would get about one point five episodes. <laughs> it's pretty crazy to think that you know we haven't really done any. Like, I keep thinking, you know, we need to submit this to the community practitioner as an article. We need to get an article in the JHV about it. It's just a case of getting round to it, isn't it? We need to get it on the yeah. IHV voices thing. There's all these things we time. need to do. We just don't get time to actually do them. So we've not in any way advertised it. So thank you so much for everybody yeah. out there who has downloaded and passed it on to other people. Because I think, you know, certainly when I... Like, first had this idea of because I was looking for podcasts yeah. to help me in my learning yeah. and there was literally nothing and I thought well this is ridiculous there needs to be one and then I thought well, well maybe we should do one yeah. <laughs> and then and, and I really wanted it to be something that would be accessible to everyone and you know welcomed and, and seen as something that would be good learning tool and help to raise the profile of health visiting probably or hopefully a little yeah. bit you know to, to show what we actually do and the breadth and range of what we do um, and, you know, give some insight, yeah. I think. Um, well, hopefully there'll be a few things coming up this year that can, that can do that as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So what we thought it might be useful to do is to have a bit of a, a review of, yeah, you know, if you are a bit newer to the podcast or even if you've been listening for a while. Yeah. Um, and but maybe there's a few you haven't listened to for us to maybe mention a few of our favourite podcasts yes. that we've done. We thought that would um, be nice for you to listen to, and it'd be really lovely to um, hear from you um, which ones you like. Yeah, I'd love as that. well. Um, and you can contact. We'll go through our how to contact us at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, uh, spoiler: it's the same contact details as we've had <laughs> right from the off. Spoiler alert: they're not changing. <laughs> <laughs> So, so have you got any have you got any like top ones that spring to mind when you think back? So we've now got so, 32 episodes. I know. Yeah. I know. In total. So I always um I'm always a, a I think the ones that I like recording are the ones where we get a bit het up about Yeah, things. passionate. And I think one of the ones we got most passionate about, um, or that I did at least, was um, episode 16, where we looked about the artificial feeding. Oh, the artificial feeding controversy. Yeah, yes, and yeah. so this was where there'd been um, information about... Uh, it was a... Someone it was a had, newspaper article, wasn't it? Well, no, it was, it was a hospital um, It had advice, gone to the media, yeah. Uh, yeah, that had got... Well, I think it had been online rather than even in the news. Or actually, might have ended up in the news mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. We should probably have looked at the blurb for this episode. No, no, we? I think you think this is better. <laughs> <laughs> We're blagging it. Yeah. Based on um, our memory. But no, um, and so it was about sort of, yeah, this 
thing about the information that comes from the hospital about um, things to take in for hospital for yeah. to hospital when you're having the baby. And they'd use the phrase, if you are artificially feeding. Yeah, if you're planning to artificially feed, feed your baby or something like that. And so, understandably... People got quite upset about that. nerves and things, mm. yeah. And uh, and it was just that sort of thing of thinking about, well, how do we support new mothers? Yeah. Um, Probably not by using that phrase. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. We talked about kind of... We talked about breastfeeding guilt a bit, didn't we? And, yeah. And, and those kind of issues around that it was a good it was a good episode that I've actually had people say to me since you know um since we released that episode I've had a couple of midwives say to me that that's quite an old term yeah that used to be used in midwifery oh, yeah, no, artificial feeding which I have to be honest I didn't even know that because of course I'm you know very green and fresh-faced and <laughs> sickeningly irritatingly young yeah so so young <laughs> I didn't even know that um but they were like, well, that's the reason that it was on the information sheet. It's not that somebody looked at it and thought, oh, that's the best term to use. It's that that's what it's always been called. So yeah. it, it was just a, a lack of sensitivity rather than a kind of deliberate wanting yeah. it to sound, you know, if you're artificially like oh, sounding bad, no. you know. I know. Um, but yeah, that was a good one, the artificial feeding one. And I think as well, um, the one that we did... Who's who of breastfeeding? Yeah, so who's who breastfeeding that we did, um, which I think was really interesting. I think I it was surprising for me how much in that episode you were like, wow, this is new information for me, and I didn't realise yeah, yeah. the differences in how well trained. And actually, it was so a similar thing where I think I'd done it as a presentation um, for one of our um, our naught to nineteen forums. Yeah, and it had similar feedback there about them not quite realizing what is the difference between a breastfeeding counsellor and a peer supporter. Yes, no, definitely. And just recognizing actually how much training they have. Yeah. Compared to how much training we have. And I think, I think for me, the thing out of that one, we've all worked with absolutely excellent breastfeeding supporters, haven't we? Yeah. You know, we've all worked with one that you think, ah, oh, they were really, really good. But it doesn't. There's no kind of. I don't know what that means in terms of no. if you're looking at what training or things would be required for a breastfeeding specialist role or what training in comparison to the training we have. And it, if you're thinking of like a public health measure or making something consistent across a, a whole country, yeah. you obviously have to look at the training, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, I mean, certainly experience is huge in breastfeeding, isn't it? But, um, you know, having that, and, and that's part of the training as well, is, yeah. is literally having those hours, spending yeah. that time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a good one as well. And then also, I think, finally... <laughs> yeah, your last... Yeah, I haven't got any well, others. Yeah. I'm going to squeeze two more out. Okay, go on. And um, they would be the one that we did on revalidation. Oh, right, yes. Because, I mean, I'm aware that, yeah, March and September are the big revalidation pinch points <laughs> for us. March is coming, guys. Do not fear the revalidation. Yes, If you have any worries or concerns, listen to our podcast. It yeah. was number, um, episode 18. Okay. And then episode 22, we did about what to do with a student nurse. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, amazingly, we managed to get away. Well, we didn't use um, coat rack and bookcase as options. Coat um, rack and bookcase. We, we did actually account. find, you know, real <laughs> things you could do with a student nurse, not just using them as another item of furniture. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So go on then. What were your uh, top hits? 
Um, top, top hits? Do you know? Top picks. <laughs> my top picks. 2019. I, I Actually, the first one that sprung to mind, and I don't know if this is... It was obviously the most recent one, but the Support and Adoptive Families one I absolutely loved. I thought Brie was, was wonderful, and that was really hard-hitting for me, recording that one. And I know... Has been hard oh, yeah, people no, listening to it. Uh, you loved yeah, it as well. I loved it, and if you don't like the sound of my voice, it's amazing. <laughs> it's not the reason it's one of my favourites, to be clear, <laughs> because Jenny's not there. That's not the reason. I also loved the paternal mental health one that we did with Mark oh, Williams and Mayers. They were fantastic. That one, I think, will always stick in my head mm-hmm. as uh, an amazing one because it was just so lovely to talk to them. They were so passionate yeah. and so knowledgeable. Yeah. And just really reception. It was it was one of these interesting ones because we, I mean, so we recorded it at the conference. Literally, just they literally we we yes. had like we had issues because we had to try and find somewhere quiet enough. Yeah, where we weren't we distracted or disturbed. Yeah, and we we had a very definite time frame because they were due on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> half an hour after we quick. started recording. So I think it's it's one of those things where it's that thing where when you're actually up against it with a with a um, a time limit a time limit you can it's amazing what you can what you can do yeah, what you it was can produce punchy in the time that we yeah. did not like this one which is rather rambling I think we've had some really fine. good um, we have interviews, interviews haven't we yeah I was yeah just about to say because the other one that really springs to mind that I really enjoyed recording and enjoyed listening back to. Um, when I was editing it, was episode 28, which is the Health Visitors are Re-Endangered Species with David Mundy. Yeah. And alongside that one, the one that we did um, six months or so ago, which was episode 21, which is about the service delivery data yes. that came out, so that we were comparing Health Visitor Service Delivery for, in 2013 with Health Visitor Service Delivery in 2018. Yeah. And I got a little bit soapboxy, I think, on that one and a bit passionate. Yeah. But it's those ones that really where we're talking about the value of the role and how it's reflected. I get very passionate about those ones just because I feel so strongly yeah. that health visiting is so important. I think, I think if we had really to, uh, if Matt me. Hancock suddenly emailed us or tweeted us saying, <laughs> oh, which, which one of your uh, podcasts should I listen to? Yeah. I've got limited time. Yeah, I think it would be, be signposting the, towards those ones. Health yeah. delivery, because... I think it made we made I think well <laughs> if I say so if myself. I say so myself <laughs> I think that we we raised some really important points around the lack of yeah promotional aspirational positions I mean even as we've discussed where we want to be in five years time I know not everyone wants to climb up no sure. onwards and that actually you know specialist roles to leader roles practice development SPT roles aren't for everybody for some no. people it's like actually you know what I just want to be feet on the floor I just want to be a really good health this time and yeah that that is my plenty yeah but for any of us who have come into it who just do find themselves with a passion or a drive to do something mm. it's so difficult to have any picture of where we go with this yeah yeah which is really hard yeah yeah um, it's a limiting thing yeah. isn't it it is limiting um 
So yeah, those ones I think uh, are high up for me. And then the other thing I love is I, well, I'm a bit of a, you know, as you probably tell if you're a regular listener to the podcast, I'm the like bookish, nerdy, irritating one that like is very you're academic. Never irritating. And, you know, likes to quote the evidence and quote the evidence accurately and make sure I've read all the papers and I know what, you know, make sure I'm getting it right. That's not an irritating that thing. thing at all. That is keeping me on track. <laughs> Whereas you're bringing actual knowledge and experience from you know decades decades of nursing oh my crumbs so um for me thanks for reminding me that i'm into my third decade of nursing now yeah i i i'd gone i'd missed that now actually yeah no april it'll be 20 years since i qualified oh crumbs that's it so um for me for that reason one of the reasons I started the podcast in the first place with you was to, to be like I'm just realizing I'm still less than halfway to retirement oh Jenny <laughs> this, <laughs> this recap of 2019 is turning into like hang on we're recapping 2019 <laughs> oh, Cut. this is degenerating now this is degenerating um, <laughs> um it's yeah. recap of 28. Yeah it's, yeah, it's turning into like a um, worrying, Jenny worrying about her age, which is not what that was the point. Um, yeah, so one of the things I really thought was important to get across when we first started this podcast in the first place was to have a place where people can get updated about changes to guidance and changes yes. to practice. So if there's something new that comes out from Public Health England, for example, and it's 40 pages long, what health visitor on the planet has time to read that document? No. Literally nobody, not a yeah. single one. And yet there is no mechanism by which those health visitors are kept up to date with that guidance. And yet in everybody's job description, there will be something about... A requirement to stay up to date with yeah. evidence-based guidance, to stay up to date with practice developments, to stay up to date with all these things. And they don't give you any protected time for that. No. So I really like the episodes where we've looked at a new piece of guidance or a yes. new piece of research. Yeah. And there's loads of those ones, you know, like the bath emollient one springs to mind. Oh, with the lovely professor. With the lovely professor. The one about umbilical granulomas and the treatment with table salt. The domestic abuse and child contact one. Um, talking about changes to the immunisation schedule. All of these things that kind of are happening all the time. Yeah. Um, but we don't have time to read about them. No. And so that's what our, ep- our episode is for. We do the reading. And then you can just listen to yeah. the episode. Definitely. <laughs> so those ones, I think, it, are it's, important. It's a shame that we don't have any uh, any merch available. Because, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing? We, we could give away merch. And, that it, would be a good give, t-shirt, wouldn't yeah. it? We'll do but the reading. You we, listen to the episode. Yeah. But also, it's like, yeah, if, if, we, had, if we had anything available, maybe we can, we can send out chocolate bars if anyone has mentioned in a job interview when asked about keeping up with yes. research if anyone has mentioned our podcast yeah 10 points tell me. us and we will send you out a mars bar <laughs> and on that note later this year we will be discussing the new guidance <laughs> for first nutrition around reducing sugar intake oh okay i might have to rethink the price no, no i love the mars bars let's stick with the mars oh, okay bars. okay let's go with that yeah but i'm not you ta- can I'm have not a mars saying, bar guys i'm not saying you should eat it in one go yeah make it last a year <laughs> yeah you're allowed Licks. one one segment keep it in the freezer that's <laughs> 
chop it up, put it in the freezer, and then it's really good, really satisfying. <laughs> or we could send out a fun size. Fun size, we might be able to pay cheaper postage. Oh, I hate that fun size thing. <laughs> it's not fun size, is it? <laughs> he looked at that and went, oh, that's more fun. Should we have this discussion with us? <laughs> First Steps Nutritious. <laughs> yeah, perhaps not. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we love how much, how well received the podcast has been, basically, yeah. over the last year, year and a bit. Um, I'm really super proud of it. Oh, so you should be. Yeah, and I hope you are. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Um, and I genuinely feel like it could be really wonderful and yeah. I, I'm so glad everybody enjoys it. If only if only we fitted into an awards category. I've not seen an awards, awards. yet with <laughs> not sure anyone's giving quite... I think gonna be carried away now. I'm sure yeah. it's giving awards no, no, first. I'm sitting nice. in my dining room like chatting about reflux. I know, I think we've influenced practice. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's like but yeah. It influences my I tell you what, it influences my practice. Yeah. Doing this. Definitely. I definitely learn loads actually by just by doing it. I learn loads from As you. Just, I learn loads from you, Jenny. And on that note, I think I that's we'd enough. probably better go. <laughs> this this episode's degenerated <laughs> a little bit a few times. Think of this as our Christmas party episode. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the new year. Woohoo! Um, Bringing so, in 2019. As I mentioned, I will tell you how to get in touch with us um, if you need to claim a free Mars bar. <laughs> yeah. Or you want to complain about the lack of content in yeah. this episode. Oh, no. Um, in the blurb, we will give you links to all of our episodes that we've mentioned. Yes. Um, although they will be right there. Just and to be honest, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll episodes. do that because they'll be directly underneath. <laughs> where maybe, maybe we. Well, let's do it just in case. Okay. Yeah, all right, let's I'll make do it, it easy. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, um, I don't think we come under Ofcom for complaints, do we? No, no, <laughs> no, no we definitely sorry. don't. Sorry, um, guys. So uh, you can tweet us at I am a HV or on the Twitter, or you can email us. Um, I am a health visitor, written longhand but with no spaces, at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, it'd be lovely to hear from you. And uh, if you have any ideas or anything you've come across in practice, let us know because yeah. we're always ears open to uh, new ideas. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, we are only two health visitors. We have not experienced absolutely everything and anything. If there's something which is very pertinent to a particular area you're in or anything, mm-hmm. let us know. Um, it would be really good to um, hear from you and have sort of wider ideas. Because um, obviously we've managed to come up with quite a few ideas for episodes, but um, that's not to say yeah. it's... Uh, Requests for 2019, please. Definitely. It'd be lovely. And uh, so, yeah, I think we'll say goodbye yeah. for now then. Look forward to um, seeing you all over the next year or so. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.